This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Anthony Fauci's talking about his retirement plans. What to expect during major improvements on this major commuter route. I'm Neil Augenstein. A former WTOP top kid premieres her first musical at a DC festival. I'm Melissa Howell. Dow, Dow up 69. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Steve Kathan. A searing heat wave affecting much of the West heads east this week. Paul Davis lives in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, where 100-degree temperatures are forecast for the rest of the month. It's triple digits. I mean, we're dealing with decades-high temperatures. No rain in sight. I'm Vicki Barker at the Foreign Desk in London. Firefighters battling brush fires in southwest France, where meteorologists are warning of a heat apocalypse. More than 20,000 people have been evacuated in in this region alone, a record heat wave following months of drought has sparked a ring of wildfires across the European continent. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Now to Washington, CBS's Scott McFarlane is covering the selection of a jury in the contempt of Congress trial of former Trump aide Steve Bannon. Bannon has repeatedly blasted right the committee. This is going to be the misdemeanor from hell. Until just days before trial, when Bannon offered to finally sit down and speak, the committee says they'd have to negotiate the terms. The panel, which has spoken to more than 1,000 total witnesses, supports the prosecution, but is still keeping a door open to Bannon. The white gunman charged with killing 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket pleaded not guilty today to federal hate crime charges. Authorities say no motive yet in the Indiana mall shooting that left three people dead. Greenwood Police Chief Jim Eisen says it could have been worse. The real hero of the day is the citizen that was lawfully carrying a firearm in that food court and was able to stop the shooter almost as soon as he began. The shooter was killed. Newly released body cam footage and a 77-page state report are the latest information in the wake of the Uvalde, Texas school shooting. That report details how officers waited even after a trapped child had called 911 for help. Brett Cross lost his 10-year-old nephew, a boy he was raising as his son in the massacre. The police failed us. The school system failed us. Those failures costed our son his life. We shouldn't have had to have... 21 funerals. With more than 1,600 cases in the U.S. and vaccine hard to come by, health officials are growing concerned about the spread of monkeypox. CBS's Tanya Rivero. To understand the full scope of the outbreak, health experts say testing also needs to be ramped up and expanded beyond gay and bisexual men, amongst whom the virus has so far been primarily spreading. Anyone can get the disease. Checking Wall Street right now, the Dow is up 72 points. The Nasdaq is up 135. The S&P is up 20. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 103 on Monday, July 18th, 2022. 88 in the nation's capital. Could be looking at more thunderstorms this afternoon.
Good afternoon. I'm Brendan Hazelton. And I'm Deborah Feinstein. Here are the top local stories we're following this hour. A Fairfax County man accused of killing his wife is now in police custody. Officers arrested him in South Carolina this morning. Fairfax County police say Jose Hernandez Mejia stabbed and killed his wife inside their home in the 5300 block of Rolling Road yesterday afternoon. Police discovered her body after her family members dialed 911. Investigators found a knife with blood on it at the scene, but Mejia was gone. Police say they thought he was going to turn himself in. When he didn't, they launched a search. Turns out he fled to South Carolina where police arrested him for second-degree murder. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. A man accused of killing his wife in Fairfax County is now in Police County. Officers arrested him in South Carolina this morning. Get ready for more downpours. We are expecting heavy rains this afternoon, putting most of our listening area under a flood watch from 4 p.m. through tonight. And now that warning affects D.C., parts of Montgomery, Prince George's, and Anne Arundel counties in Maryland. Arlington, Alexandria, parts of Loudoun, Fairfax, and Prince William counties will be under a flood watch in Virginia. Now, flash flooding caused by excessive rainfall is possible in those areas. Could see one to two inches per hour of rain. Stay with WTOP. Of course, we are your weather alert station. We will bring you the latest throughout the afternoon. One of our area's major commuter routes, the northern section of the GW Parkway, is about to get its first major rehab since it was built 60 years ago. And now we're learning more about what drivers should expect. On the stretch of the George Washington Parkway between Spout Run and the Beltway, work will start in the next few weeks. We anticipate late summer to be involved in our significant transition lanes. Charles Kubelier is superintendent of the Parkway for the National Park Service. We'll basically have half the Parkway closed for construction, and then we're going to put three lanes on the current two-lane footprint to allow basically a reversible lane. He says a new drainage system should prevent the sinkhole problem that affected travelers three years ago. Motorists also know the rough surface of the roadway is reflective of the age of the road and the age of the infrastructure underneath it. On the George Washington Parkway, Neil Loganstein, WTLP News. New this afternoon, President Biden's chief medical advisor on the coronavirus pandemic, Dr. Anthony Fauci, plans to retire by the end of President Biden's term in office. Fauci telling Politico the virus is in a pattern now that if he were to wait until there was no more COVID, he'd be 105 years old. He adds he thinks that we will be living with the coronavirus for quite some time. He says the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, where he is the director, has the best people in the country to carry out his vision. He says the possibility of more attacks coming his way if Republicans take control of Congress is not a factor in his decision. Dr. Fauci is 81 years old. Now to campaign 2022 on WTOP nearly a month after primaries in the district and Virginia. Voters in Maryland will decide some big races tomorrow. Both Republican and Democrats will choose candidates for governor, comptroller and attorney general. Senator Chris Van Hollen is facing a primary challenger and are, there are primaries for all eight U.S. House seats. There are also, of course, a host of county and city races on the ballots. Polls are open in Maryland tomorrow from 7 in the morning until 8 tomorrow night. Find out everything you need to know about the primary election tomorrow at WTOP.com. Up ahead, traffic and weather and then an unusual case of insider trading right under the noses of Virginia officials. 107. We are all looking forward to the end of COVID-19 and asking, are we there yet? 
But if we really want to see the light at the end of the tunnel, we need to be asking, are we vaxxed yet? Help us get there. Get up to date with your vaccine today by ensuring that you're both vaccinated and boosted. Visit vaccinate.dc.gov or call 1-855-363-0333 to find the nearest vaccination location near you. Hi, I'm Jeff Dick, Chairman and CEO of Main Street Bank, here to talk to you about relationship banking. For business owners, it's a serious matter. A good relationship with your bank. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.